right, episode six. We're talking about Rickshaw Billy's Burger Patrol and their new album, Doom Wop. Before we get rolling, let's do some intros. Pat, you want to lead us off? Yeah, I am Pat from Monster Riff, and uh, a, I'm also a Doom Charts contributor. Blake? Uh, Blake, I'm from IWAS. Ryan? I'm Ryan from High Desert Queen, and I also run Look at My Spoon Productions. Eddie? I'm Eddie. I'm from Lords of the Opium Church and The Endless. Luke? I'm Luke, and I'm just a normal last guy. <laughs> awesome. All right, so we're talking about Doomwop, and uh, I think we were all pretty excited about this one. It was a, it was a great record, and um, excited to hear what everyone thinks about uh, several different aspects of it. So before we get started too much, did anyone know Rickshaw Billy's before this? Because I knew Grease Beast, the first EP, and then I listened to Burger Babes from Outer Space after that. I was really excited when I knew this one was coming up. So anybody else um, been into them for a little while? Yeah. Paul yeah. Paul uh, from the Cosmic Peddler had turned them on to me sometime last year. And I believe I turned Paul on to them. Uh, yeah, they're they're I've seen we've played shows with them a lot. Uh, they're they're local guys from here in Austin and so I've been following them for a for a good while. We've played a bunch of shows with them. Uh, so yeah, we I've been a fan for a while. They look like they would be a fun band to see live. Uh album they, never they sound they sound like they would be. Yeah, yeah, album does not do does not do them justice by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. It's kind of like uh like party. It's like party fuzz. It's Weezer yeah. doom. Weezer but doom has come up in our in our group chat a couple times. We'll definitely get into that because I the more I listened especially this record Doom Wop, I I felt the Weezer of doom uh more and more, I feel like. And even today I went back and listened to Grease Beast and I listened to Burger Bays from Outer Space and I was like this this one even more so than the other albums I think has like a Weezer of Doom feel. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really good way to describe them. I always called them uh, uh, Doom Weezer on steroids. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there's a, there's a few other bands that kind of have that same like a similar vocal delivery that they do. Kind of like, like Rough Magic, I think, kind of has that same vocals. I know that some people might like not dive into them right away because of it, but for me, like. I loved it. I think it's so unique and cool. I really like the uh, the vocals, actually. It's a it's it was definitely a, like a huge risk because the vocals are so distinct and unusual. Like they they shouldn't work on paper, but there's something about that pairing with with that like that fuzz delivery. It's really nice. Yeah. Maybe it's it's being called Rickshaw Billy's Burger Patrol. Like you're not taking anything too seriously. You know, like you, you get the vocals in there. If they if they were like some epic sounding band and they sounded like that, maybe I wouldn't I wouldn't be as into it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of like they sound like they're supposed to sound when you hear that name, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't tell you how many times I try to tell people, hey, because I think they're the one of the best bands in Austin and, and pro- the best live show in Austin right now, and probably have been for a few years. And I'm always trying to tell people, hey, you got to check out Rickshaw Billy's Burger Patrol, and <laughs> People just go. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to say what? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to write that down. You have to text it to me. And it's so appropriate because one of our one of their best selling shirts is a shirt that just says "Rickshaw Billy's whatever the fuck." <laughs> I almost <laughs> bought that. Yeah, they even make jokes about their own name. You know, so that's awesome. Do you know how they came up with that name? Uh, I should. Uh, I literally think it's. I mean, I'm, I'm only guessing here. I don't know. 
that it is meant to be as weird as it is. Yeah. And I, and ironically, for when I first met him, uh, this is, you know, long, it's, it's several years ago, uh, they had a girl that I somehow knew from way back who was running their merch. Her name was Billy. I'm like, holy shit, this band's about you. It's just like, no, no, no. I, it's just pure, pure coincidence. So, I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were very, very sober when they came up with the name. <laughs> oh, I, I, absolutely. They tend to be sober a lot. I think it's, yeah. it's probably the Wu Tang uh, clan name generator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, name definitely suits the band. Eh? It's, yeah. it's like a juvenile, mischievous sound to the band. It's really fun. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Everything about them, name, everything, kind of just fits. You know. Yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah. So this album in particular, how did everyone feel about it? I loved it. Yeah, it was awesome. Really, really, really good. Their best, their best work. You think so? Yeah, that, that was kind of going to be my next question. How do you think it compares to some of their other albums? I think it's by far their best. I, I was personally, I, I liked Grease Beast, but it, it didn't, uh, you know, it wasn't an earworm. Uh, yeah. This is like having a full-on infestation of worms in your brain, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I I find it very hard to get a lot of these songs out of my head. Uh, I thought they were, the riffs were catchy. You know, like you, you start off, I can't remember what the first song is called, but it, it's like, it's a brutally heavy Shoe riff. in. Shoe in. That's Shoe it. In. <clears throat> is it the same dude on, like, lyrically each song or they switch? No, it's the same guy. That's crazy because he totally, like, like Grease Beast, a lot of the songs, you can tell it's the same, same guy the whole time. Shoe in sounds very Grease Beasty. And then the rest of the album is totally different. Yeah, I agree. And, and, I don't. I, can, I know I can speak with other records, and I'm 99.9 percent sure of this one as well. Like Leo, the singer, records everything. So like they they write it, you know, and and, and but he engineers it. Was what, what I mean. Like he make, mm-hmm. uh, records it and mixes it. Uh, and he's gotten. I think he's even gotten better. I mean, the production value has gotten has gotten better as well. Yeah. But but Sounds a lot better. But you're I and I, I would be curious to ask them if like shoe in was one of the first songs that recorded for this record because I, I definitely feel like Leo sounds, Leo's their singer, sounds like uh, their other records, Grease Beast and Burger Bass from Outer Space. Yeah. Kind of has it. And then all of a sudden, and I told him this flat out that on the rest of the record, I'm like, dude, I can hear your voice. Like you're, you're singing and it's, and you've got a great voice and he kind of, he's kind of used the, the effects kind of thing he would do for a lot of his, for a lot of his vocals, but, I think he sings a lot more on this record and, and he, he shows that he does have a, not only a unique voice, but a, a really good voice too. Sorry. Uh, beautiful, beautiful sound. <laughs> <laughs> on, fun, on, Bur- on, on Burger Babes, there was like this scream on there that I haven't heard on any of their other songs, any of their other albums, anything, but it was like track two or three or something like that. I was listening to it today and there was like this scream in there and I was like, oh man, I haven't done that since. I, I could have used that on this one maybe. Yeah, he he can get there. I, yeah. I will say he, he he can do that. But yeah, I don't I don't think I really hear one on on this record. Maybe no, he gets heavy on on I'm the fucking man, uh, <laughs> which is the greatest song live. People go absolutely ape shit. I bet during yeah. during that song. I mean, it's like they tease everybody with everything, and then they come out without one, and people just lose their minds. So uh, 
that's a fun one. If you don't want to get if you don't want to get hurt or get pushed around, you need to kind of that song comes on. Get out of the way. <laughs> I pretty much walk into work with that playing every day. <laughs> yeah, good confidence builder, right? Yeah. There you go. This is the first time I heard this band since you guys suggested it. And when I heard that song, I was like, holy fuck, this is wicked. <laughs> Did you listen to some of their other albums too, Eddie? Um, a little bit, but I'm most, mostly focused on this one. Yeah. It's 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 very hard to say that this album sounds more mature because it's Rickshaw, Billy's Burger Patrol, and all. But like after I listened to all three of them, all the three of their albums today, I was like, I don't know. There's something about this one that feels more like like thought out, structured, or something. And I don't know if it was lyrically or maybe the singing or whatever. Whereas like Grease Beast was like just kind of like a party, like it was like like I said, like party fuzz or something, and and this one felt like a little bit more planned or something. I don't know, but it's hard to to use mature in the same same sentences as that. But <laughs> I was I was saying to Pat though, like earlier, I I like it so much because it's, it's pretty like carefree, like yeah. it's almost like they don't give a fuck, but like you could yeah. tell they obviously they give a shit. Yeah, it, right, it's, right. it's hard to say mature too when there's a song called "I'm the Fucking Man" and stuff yeah. like that too. But there was just something about it that felt different than like Grease Beast in particular. Yeah. I think it, it goes back to like that Weezer vibe, right? Because like Weezer was like I'm like a lackadaisical like smart guy, and they wrote mm-hmm. their songs that way. And this is just that beefed up. Yeah, um, like, yeah. Everything's just more refined. Yeah, I think. I mean. Be calling them party fuzz for that first record is exactly probably what they were doing too. Like I, right. they were the kings of like playing house parties out here in Austin and stuff. Yeah. You know, like which is what you expect to see them playing. And I think they've definitely uh, just gotten more comfortable playing with each other. I you definitely on Burger Babe's out of space. There's like a couple songs all of a sudden you're like, whoa, that was a song format. You know, like yeah. they like. Uh, uh, baby man you know it was like their song it was really really popular off that album that i mean you can't help but hear it and then like walk away and you're still singing it over and over again right they've, they've got a good uh, leo does a really good job of getting that hook and uh, i think there's a lot of that on this record like uh i find myself singing almost every track on the record as i go out my day With that said, there was a few moments in this album that I felt were maybe a little almost unfinished. And if you look, if you look at their other albums, it was a lot of like four minute songs. There's even like a a six minute song. There's stuff like that. This one was all like most of them were under three. Most of some of them were even under two minutes. And listening to songs like Chew, I felt like it was like an idea and they had the riff and they maybe had like a basic idea of what they wanted to say there. And then they were like, all right, it's good. Just put it on. It's good. Put yeah. it on the record. And like the whole album, there's eight, there's eight songs, I think. And there, it was only 24 minutes long. It just felt like there was a few moments where I felt like maybe it was a, a little unfinished even. I think some of that you have to kind of consider what were they, what were their plans going into this album? Because, you know, if you just look at even the title doom you know, it, I, that that is obviously evocative of both doom and doo-wop and a lot of doo-wop songs were like two minutes two and a half minutes long sure yeah. um ultimately this album in my opinion needs to be reconfigured in terms of how you approach it less as like a a, a stoner album or a doom album or something like that and more like a heavy pop album you know mm-hmm. i mean it's got riffs 
it's got, you know, bombastic drums and everything. It's, you know, they're using seven string guitars that I'm, I'm guessing are tuned to A or G. And they're actually eight string. Okay. They're eight string. There you go. So yeah. they're, they're, they're tuned down to at least F sharp. Yeah. Way down there. Yeah. So they're essentially in the same tuning as Conan, uh, but which is more strings. Um, so this is obviously a very heavy record and I don't want to discount that, but there's more of a focus on melodic structure here and multi-layered uh melodies that i think is much more akin to a you know that dirty word pop that that we all kind of get scared off by but you know it's it's a catchy album full of hooks more than anything else well not to not to beat a dead horse with the the weezer of doom thing but if you took that like fuzz crunch sound out of the guitars and made them like a clean guitar, it there it would be Weezer. <laughs> like they are very like pop structured songs. There's the catchy hooks. There's all that kind of stuff that like listening to it again today. Going like if this wasn't so distorted, it would be it would be Weezer maybe. I think on this record, for sure. Yeah, I think this was more than others. This more than others. Very much. Sure. Like yeah. Not yeah. on Burger Babes or Grease Beast. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 100%. And I mean and that I, in a good way too. I don't mean that as like a diss. I, I mean it was they they write these very catchy, fun songs to listen to, as does Weezer. But this is just so much fuzz and and crunch and that guitar tone and everything that that make it a really a, a completely different, unique thing all of it on its own. Right, and Blake's right. You know, I think we we sometimes get scared off by the word pop, but I honestly, well, I know that Rickshaw Billy they, they don't they don't care but what it, what it's. If it's called pop, okay, whatever. They they really just they truly have fun writing music, and it's apparent in their name and their yeah. songs and everything, right? They they really could not they could care less. They don't care about record deals. I mean, they've been they they get offered, and they're just like mm. they're like kind of just doing their own. Everything's fully independent, you know. So I think that 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 uh, they're not scared of the word pop, you know, if it got considered that, you know, at all. But I it's 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 like Weezer with with I always said like crowbar guitars, you know, and then that the fuzz of like of like Fu Manchu or something like that, you know, that real fuzzy thick. And it's just they kind of do their own thing, and and uh, if we can, I'm sure we can talk about the album title later, but that's kind of a nod of of them trying to do their own thing. Yeah, are they on a label at all, or is it all like self published? All self-published, all all done on their own. It's all independent right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was actually going to bring that up. I found that kind of interesting when I was I was writing a little blurb for the Doom Charge, and, and I, I put this album on there, and it asked, you know, what label they're on. And I was like, really? I, on this album, their third album, they're still, like, not on a, a label? Like, they seem big enough. I mean, I've definitely known them for a while, and people talk about them, and people love them, and I think they ranked fairly high on Doom Charts. Maybe it's by their own decision to to not be, but I, f- I found it a little interesting. Yeah, they're not without interest or offers. They're yeah. just, you know, like nothing that's really wowed them. And they kind of feel like, well, you know, we can do a lot of this. Uh, what, you know, some labels have offered and we can do a lot of this on our own. And, they, and they've done a really, really remarkable job of it for sure. Yeah. Works for King Buffalo. Exactly. And then they're so unique too. I think I almost feel like if they got signed to a label, it almost oh now they're going to get clumped into something, you know, like oh then oh they are stoner. Oh, I knew it, you know. Oh they are doom. 
or whatever yeah. then and they're just they're right. just not any of that yeah there, there's a few few bands that i've i've made that assumption about like I, I i talked to dr smoke you know almost a year ago on the podcast and i was like well, you're on ripple and you're called dr smoke this is going to be like stoner and then i kept people seeing people talk about them in kind of like a megadeth kind of way and i listened to it again and i was like oh yeah Old school just, metal. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It is real, like just metal. And I just made the assumption that they were some stoner or something because they were on Ripple. But I mean, that does have an effect on how kind of how you approach the listening to it. I think. Absolutely. Is that kind of like King Gizzard in the Wizard Lizard or however that goes? Like, I like the new album that came out, and then I tried to listen to some other stuff, and I'm like, this is totally fucking different, like than what you I, think yeah, it would I think be. They're all over, yeah, I even, think they're all over the place on purpose. I mean, they're yeah. every album is so different, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. yeah they're everywhere but like i thought it was interesting blake that you mentioned uh the album being like like obviously uh doom and 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 doo-wop uh and and you're spot on i actually asked leo about that i talked to him a couple of days ago they're on the road right now that's what i'm saying these guys are like road warriors and they were just touring with the aforementioned king buffalo you know they had to run with them and and they've been doing a bunch of shows right now up on the East Coast. But I go, hey man, tell me what's the what's the deal with the the album title? And he did, and I'll, I'll read what he wrote. He says it's it's a reference to doo-wop music, trying to normalize doom wop as our genre name. It's like we're not stoner, doom, sludge, or really whatever. Uh, it's heavy, dancey, loud music, doo wop, bubblegum, sludge, pop metal, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. perfect. sludge. That's, that's yeah. That. To me, I would rather I would like to be called a. That's a cool genre. Yeah, awesome. like. <laughs> yeah. Although I feel like it, it's called the Burger Patrol. Missed opportunity to call it Doom Whopper, maybe. Ooh. And I think that they, <laughs> I think they might have gotten sued on that. <laughs> it's very possible. Yeah. yeah, this day and age too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks like Schaefer is trying to come on. I know he's a he's a big fan of the band, so hopefully he uh, he figures out his video and or audio here in a minute, but. Teddy's um, in a very dark room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any any favorite tracks? I, I said my favorite track was probably Doom Wop, the the, the title track. Um, Shoe In was also another great one that I really liked. But um, anybody have any thoughts? So, hey, Schaefer. Yeah, I, I, that's that's tough. I I like all the tracks, but I catch myself singing Shoe In all the time. That's 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 yeah. why I that's why I will say that's my favorite track, just because if I walk away turn the album off maybe yeah, i'm not sure and that's what i'm singing like all the time yeah you know so that, that so i'm guessing that's the one yeah i like the, the bob was a good one too pretty catchy that very is good catchy i really like jesus was an alien really because of the the lyrics i just think that's lyrics. such a funny song it the is lyrics are hilarious man yeah. they're yeah. hilarious Dude, i searched for like an hour trying to find the Lyrics Did I that. catch a reference to Jesus's dick in there somewhere? <laughs> yeah. He's a little pig that smokes all my cigs and says his dick is dick. Yeah. yeah. All the references are hilarious in that song. I, it makes, I kept going like, whoa, whoa. Did he say what I think he said? Yeah. Like, <laughs> listen to that one again. Yeah. I love it. Schaefer, um, I, I know that you've, uh, you've been a fan of this band for a while. We talked about them, I think maybe last year at some point. And, um, what what are your thoughts on this album and how it compares to some of their previous work? First of all, is this okay? My yeah. my my computer mic sucks, so I got to use this. But uh, 
feels weird talking into a mic in my room. Um, I love it. I love it. I mean, it's a totally different take. Um, I really like that. Uh, I don't know, like Burger Babes from Outer Space. Is that what it is? Yeah, that yep. one yeah. is a lot more thrashy. Uh, a lot more like, uh, I don't know. It had a different vibe to it. This one almost had like a kind of like the vibe of like a not pop punk, but like it had more of like a poppy vibe to it, like with heel or is it heel? Yeah, heel. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it just had more like melody to it, which I kind of liked. But yeah, at the same yeah. time, I, I really liked the crazy vocal effects on his uh, his vocals because it just kind of calls for it. It makes it 10 times better, in my opinion. Yeah, it's funny for you to j- jump in here and 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 say kind of the same stuff we've been echoing here, like calling it kind of like a pop effort in like a heavy way and stuff. Definitely. So yeah, I was yeah, waiting for him, I was waiting for him to say kind of like Bubblegum Sludge. I was <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe totally. a reference to like a the Weezer of Doom, maybe. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I loved it. It was great. I mean, uh, I mean, I. I liked kind of how the uh, Burger Babes album was more kind of like lo-fi. I mean, this one was kind of lo-fi a little bit, but I also feel like some of the songs were mixed at different times too. Like some of them are a little louder. Some of them are a little quieter. Like Heel is quieter than Shoo-In. I almost feel like they kind of mixed. It's almost like they like, how many songs are there? Seven? I think there's there's actually nine tracks. Okay. Because they... They, uh, it seemed, I, I felt like they either did it in like thirds or in halves. Like they like mixed half and then mixed the other half. And because it's like every other song is a little quieter, every other song's a little louder. So that's just what I got from it. Not that it's a bad thing. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it, it wasn't the volume and the mastering wasn't as consistent as Burger Babes from Outer Space, but not a bad thing. Have you seen them live, Chase? I have not. I would love to. Uh, I've tried to talk to them about getting them a show with us in Santa Rosa. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. They, like, never make it out towards me. So Yeah, I, yeah, I wonder like, how far they ventured out. I know they play Texas a lot, but I wasn't sure how, how, fur, how far well, they there, made it. There's a joke down here because, like, you know, I book shows down here, and I'm like, oh, shit, I need a band? I'll just call Rickshaw because they will – they never say no. Like, they, totally. they play – they play all the time. In fact – it was funny when they opened up for King Buffalo. Uh, one of the jokes there, and there was a huge turnout to see Rickshaw Billy, you know, at the, King Buffalo, at the King Buffalo show. But because they hadn't played in, in Austin in six weeks, and that's unheard of. They had radius claws, you know, to do that national yeah. show. And they were like, Yeah, we haven't played this uh, show here in six weeks. That'll never happen again. They were like, Because it was apparently really totally. painful for them. Because they are road warriors. They, that's what they do. They play and play and play. And it looks like I, it, dude. Those guys are always playing. Always playing live around here a lot. They uh, they get – they they're having a really good time on the East Coast right now. They, they really enjoyed that a lot. Uh, you know, they, they were, you were telling me, like, some of the spots they didn't know were going to be good. Like, they played Detroit. And it was just, like, on a Monday or something. And it was insane. So, they're really enjoying all of that and, and, and kind of the up north right now. So, I think – they're looking to, you know, kind of get get out a lot. So, especially because they're Leo is telling me they're they're getting more good reviews and and just more feedback off this record. Like I think it's really kind of catapulted them a little bit as far as people realizing, okay, they're not they're not a joke band. 
you know, yeah. when I hear that name. So I think they're getting a lot more notoriety. So that might be a good segue here because I have some thoughts on the artwork for Dubois. <laughs> Um, I, at first I was just like, I don't, I don't know what they were thinking with this basic, basic text only cover. They're, they're such a creative band. They're funny. The names of their songs are funny. Their lyrics are funny. The band name is and, funny. And the cover but, of Burger Babes Not Her Space is phenomenal in my opinion. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Absolutely. Angry Beast, which I'm going to show here in just yeah. a minute. Beast I'm going to show all these unreal. things. Yeah. So I thought maybe in my head, like maybe they were attempting to be taken a little bit more seriously. Like tell everyone we're not a joke. This is not a, a novelty band. It's not a funny thing this is a real band we just happen to have this funny name so that was that was the only thing i could really come up with but i'm gonna i'm gonna show some of their other artwork here how amazing super rad grease beast album cover is definitely the name grease beast is just such an awesome name for for an album anyway but they just nailed it it's so fun yeah, and there's Definitely. a song on that record, Cincinnati Tilt, that I could listen to nonstop. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> nonstop. Is that a, a move or a, a place? I don't. Uh, I heard that that's about, you know, on stage. This is, I don't know if this is true. Uh, my girlfriend's a huge fucking fan of them. Uh, I turned her on to them, and then she just dove right in. But from what she told me, uh, you know, when they're like doing that fucking bend. Like on stage, are all fucking leaning and shit. I guess it has something to do with that. Something like that's, what, it, that's yeah. what I've been told too. Something about that as well. <laughs> that is a which fantastic. Is, which is fucking song. great. Yeah, yeah. And and the album cover is amazing and very fitting for their music. I feel like. And their next album was Burger Babes from Outer Space, which again is just perfectly executed. It's got that comic book style. It's amazing another reference to the burgers which was not in doom wop at all so i felt like maybe they're trying to get away from it maybe they're trying to be taken more seriously i don't know but i love this artwork also yeah so rad yeah i don't know if it's necessarily trying to be taken more seriously i felt like this was just a departure and it's a very unique type of album yeah uh that you kind of need to make a, a statement of some type about that you know, I haven't I haven't done a ton of research into podcast appearances or interviews that they've done. Right. But I, I feel like they they really went off in a different direction, which I'm a fan of. I I, I think that Doom Wop is the best thing they've done. Um Grease Beast is probably my second favorite. Um but uh you know, just having that that clear font of saying, hey, you're trying to call us something. This is what we call ourselves. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it's like they're kind of defining themselves. I, I love that. And I love the name Doomwop. But I don't love the album cover. Yeah. I just feel and, like they could have done so much more with this and the whole I idea mean, of like Doomwop and given their past merch their past album covers everything this album cover just left a lot to be desired i felt like it, it I, I feel like it even affected how i listened to the album thinking like <laughs> i don't i it took me a little while to to give it the credit that it was due i feel like just maybe after looking at this i will uh, honestly, say it's easy to find on my spotify when i'm looking for it yeah, <laughs> yeah and that's that's a good thing probably right i mean i know that's that's a huge thing for any band to have, to have that be available i honestly thought just from what i know about them as well like when i saw this come up uh, when I pre-ordered it or pre, you know, had it on my phone to to download when it's available, I kind of thought it was a placeholder. 
Yeah, I was, yeah, I, did too. I, was, I was I was surprised when it was it's the album. I mean, not to to bash it. It's just it's not in comparison to the other two for sure. I think there maybe the first single or one of the singles was "Shoe In," and it was this the same layout and the same font and everything. It just said "Shoe In." And I was like, okay, well, just a single, so whatever, it's fine. But when when this was like the final artwork, I was I was really surprised. I think they might have got the the font and the layout from the. I, I looked up doop on Google and stuff, and trying to get some references for for art. And there's the same layout and the same font for doop font back in the day. Yeah, and it's just like kind of copied it. It's pretty simple. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it was a fluke or whatever, but do you guys notice that they dropped the album and then dropped heel after dropping the album, or was? But did I yeah. miss something? I don't know. I didn't catch that. Yeah, I didn't catch oh. that either. Yeah, I I noticed that. I also thought, dude, like for any band in this genre, I always thought that it would be awesome to hire your favorite tattoo artist and have them do like traditional art or something like that. Like that would have fit. I feel like perfectly yeah. with this, you know, because they can mm-hmm. come up with so many imaginative things and shit. And like, there's so much, I don't know. There's, there's so much in that realm to jump into with the realm of this kind of music. I always thought that that'd be super fitting, but I don't know. That's just me. So we wanted to give them some options. We, we came up with some alternative artwork for this album because we felt like this artwork might not have done it justice. It's a great album. It's a great band. It's a great album title. So we came up with a few different options if they'd like to take it into consideration, maybe even in the future, because I feel like it was worth something a little bit more. So the first one that we have, let's see what we got. <laughs> this was a, this was a concept done by, by Luke. Nice. I like it. The insight into it. Luke? I love it. Well, I like the oh, nods to the different so cool. Doom and Stoner bands here. Yeah. yeah. Like whenever I think of like a Doom band or like a Stoner band, there's always some sort of goat or some sort of like, like Bongzilla's albums or actually I, most of these I think are from uh Weedian albums. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah the last one is one uh, I thought it was ironic because uh, Blake, you just sent a meme with that. I can't think of the name, the band name right now, Candlemas. Um, but it's it's all like um, I think yeah, the first one is like goats wow. and fucking dudes with hoods and like wizards pondering orbs and fucking skulls and melting faces and yeah, I love it. The and first I one like that you it. the first one that you sent me was hand drawn. You printed out. The <laughs> Did you put it up there? I, I took it out of the folder after you, okay. you sent me this stuff, but I, I would love to show it because it was it was actually awesome that you drew like the the hoods and the goat and all that kind of stuff on <laughs> on these bodies. I thought it was amazing, except for the fact that you spelled WAP wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I like fucked that up. I did it real quick, like at work, um, like ten minutes before I left, and I kept like looking over my shoulder to see if anybody was walking by, and uh, <laughs> and I misspelled it when I put it through the scanner and emailed it to you. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, and I was like, I drew I right on there it. too. Like, I can't even change it. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one is by by Schaefer, and this one wasn't actually for this this whole idea, but you they actually used this for some merch or something. You said, huh? They used it for a, a tour, like a some kind of yeah. I printed it out. It's actually on my wall. Awesome. <laughs> but it was for a tour that I didn't go to in a state that I don't live in. <laughs> and uh you know but i think it was pretty fitting 
Uh, I love like, it. I, I love like, it then because I remember seeing it when they when they posted it. But I, I think it's awesome. I think it's yeah. It's a rad, that's a rad piece. That's a Good rad job. piece of art, man. It's perfect for that. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you, guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> one was uh, was by Brett, and he's not here tonight, unfortunately. But I, this is like I don't know. So maybe someone has some more insight into what this actually is. But it looks like maybe like a screenshot of like a video game with this like Burger Man in it. By, that's by these the McDonald's. Cops. Um, uh, Mayor McBurger or Mayor McCheese. Yeah. It looks yeah. like he's being attacked by the police, so maybe that's the, where the Burger, the Burger Patrol. Patrol comes in. Yeah. I guess I guess yeah. they are the Burger Patrol. I get it. It, look, it looks looks like a really obscure meme. Yeah, like yeah. a super yeah. obscure meme. Yeah, I love it though. I, I don't know that it fits the the Doomwop theme exactly, but I, I think that the artwork is hilarious and awesome. Yeah, I I think it's I think it's funny for yeah. sure. It's like it, it makes sense. Hilarious pretty good <laughs> this one was from uh was this was this yours pat yeah this is mine yeah <laughs> love it yeah, the two guys like on it. the left or the left and right who are those guys uh i found a picture from their like facebook page and so it was like oh they're four guys i'm gonna pull them all in Okay. <laughs> Cross my fingers, they were all the right people. Oh, okay. The middle two, the middle two are the middle two are correct. That's the singer and the bass player. You're just missing, you're missing the beautiful, uh, beautiful Sean Saint Germain, the drummer. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> but I love how it Sean. incorporates the the actual artwork, though. You you did that very well. Oh, thank yeah. you. Okay, so I, I did this one, and and this was this was right, show off. This was done. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Hold on. Hold yeah. on. I didn't do much, all right. I yeah, this, was yeah, done by, uh, <laughs> this was done by an AI graphic generator. Nice. Right just to, just to demonstrate how easy it is to make an interesting album cover, all you gotta do is type wow. it in. And it was like a like a zombie singer or something that I typed in. So this is uh you know Is this the last one? No, there's there's oh, I was gonna say few. you saved yours for last. Of no, course. no, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. But I but I did do a lot of them, so you're gonna have to get used to it. Ryan, did you did you do the text layout too, or did it input that for you? I did the text layout, but the 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 painting of this zombie singer was AI generated. That's Very cool. modern. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So this one was AI generated as well. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> I typed in like a a duop band and. Unfortunately, I don't think that Brickshaw Billy's has um, a few of these about, instruments in their band. But <laughs> and is that guy's leg going into his head? Into his in the other guy's head. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> kind of cool. Doesn't get more much doom than that. Yeah, yeah. This was uh, uh, three guys. I think they have four in their band, don't they? No, they're a three piece. Yeah, three. Oh, okay, awesome. So it's kind of more of like a, a doo wop uh, group. Yeah, I like it. This was the last AI generated one. See, this, this is this. These kind of stuff is what they've always done, right? This is kind of what we yeah. always yeah. incorporating yeah, this, the burger yeah, somehow. But I felt like maybe they were trying to get away from it on this one, so I, I did one with the burger. But yeah, they may have tried to get away from it. But man, like their best selling merch is like, like they have they have a shirt that they sell out of all the time as a as a attractive girl holding a gun with a burger. For a head, it's just it's so rad. I love it. This one's pretty awesome. I, I you know, I can't. I got to give credit to the AI generator, but I would, I would buy this album for sure. Uh, yeah. So Eddie did this one hand drawn. 
I guess I should have included like the Austin. Um, what was it like? Uh, the police force. The Austin, like, the, the Austin police force. Uh, the badge. Yeah, like the badge. Yeah. Re- yeah. Related to I, control. To- they make that a sticker. I'll buy it. It's <laughs> fucking sick, dude. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Pretty yeah. Awesome. We need to show the guys. That's for sure. I did it there last night on last minute. <laughs> dude, that fucking should be a patch. That should be a yeah. patch that looks just like the police patch. It would make an awesome, awesome patch. Yeah, that would yeah, sell yeah. out real quick. Yeah, that'd be really red, really, really cool patch. Yeah. This was this was one of mine. This was a, a play on more of the duop style. <laughs> yeah, in stereo. Yeah. <laughs> and that one, I didn't. There we go, in stereo nice. again. Yeah. See, that's that fits. That fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, duop. Doo-wop band with skulls. Every doom band has skulls. <laughs> it might have been a little heavy on the doo-wop. Maybe they didn't want to play into the doo-wop that, that far, but um that's super, super cool though. I could, I'd love to get a vinyl like that. Yeah. You know, like the, it looks like an old school vintage vinyl. Right. Yeah. This one was done by Brad. Jigsaw <laughs> <laughs> Ricky's <laughs> boogie board. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they they probably use that though. Yeah, I'm saying, I, I was about to say Rick Shaw will probably yeah. like like that one out of all of them right now. Yeah, totally. They, they, I told you they mess with their name all the time. Yeah. Holy balls! Yeah. Oh, look who's here. We'll be able to play in a set. So whatever we're most comfortable with, we'll put, make a set. Did you, Randy, Randy set the figure. Of that? Hi guys! Oh, hey, hey. Yeah. how's it going, boys? Yeah, We're going through the, uh, the alternate artwork for their album. I'll mute the guys in the back. We're just packing up right now. Right on. So uh, Brett also did this one. <laughs> <laughs> do do mm, wop. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Let's see how many we got. Oh, we got one more. Hey, just in time, Randy. I was about to show this one. Oh, that's cool. Nice. There nice. it is. That's a piece of Speaking gold of right the, there. Uh, the Weezer of Doom. Yeah, it's total. It's on the Blue album, right? That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Just to bring it all full circle, we have been talking about how they are the Weezer of Doom, apparently, and, and your album cover. <laughs> we we went cool. fully hard on the Weezer edge. Yeah, I love it. Good band, though. Yeah. So what does everyone think about the alternate artwork? Any favorites? Anything we should send them and recommend? All uh, yeah, all they'll, them, yeah, they'll like them. They'll like them all. They will. <laughs> At least the last They better one. make Eddie's into merch, though. I agree. Our, oh, yeah. Ours might be copyrighted by whatever game those figures came from, so maybe not. <laughs> you might have sold a few things on that one, but... I paid yeah. for royalties on that. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I definitely want you? I want Eddie, I want that sticker, man. I'm, we gotta tell those I, I want that sticker in that patch. Right. That was yeah. pretty cool. So they <laughs> might go for it. How does this album rate in your mind as far as the other albums that we've talked about or the albums that you've heard this year? We haven't done it on all the episodes, but I know we rated um a couple. What do you guys think about this album? This album was freaking sweet. I liked it a lot. This was yeah. This was one of my favorites so far. There's that familiar fun to it, and that kind of I don't know, sweet, sweet, sweet grooves that were happening. We were enjoying it the other day, and uh, 
we actually were like kind of sad when it ended. We were like, that was it. Come on. It's short. It's, it's like 24 minutes. So it's, it's a yeah. quick one. That's my only knock on the album. Yeah. Short. Yeah. Same. Short. I like, I like long songs and long albums. <laughs> this is not the one for you then, Blake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like out of 10, what would you guys, what would you guys give it? Easy a 10. You give it a 10? Yeah, I, I, I mean, it like it, it's not uh, something that I would have normally been like, oh yeah, let me listen to some pop inflected doom. Um, but they they pull it off, and for what they're doing, I think it's about as good as you can do it. Um, you know, I'm not saying it's it's Electric Wizard or something like that, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that for what they're doing, I, I don't know that anyone could have done this better. Well, that's, I was well said. <laughs> Who else is up? I'll give it a nine. <laughs> okay. Nine point five. Yeah. <laughs> One dollar, Bob. <laughs> I could I'll, I could yeah, definitely a nine for sure. I think the only thing I'd say is like maybe a little bit of overdrive and a little bit of delay on the vocals. And that's the only other thing I would have changed about the whole thing. That's about it. And like maybe bring the vocals back a teeny bit, but that's it. But I'm not mixing their album, so. You know. There was something I was gonna say. There was something lovely and familiar, and I couldn't put my finger on it. But the vocals remind me of something mid late '90s that I know, I know, I couldn't place it. We were, AFI? we were. Uh, they they remind me of a band that I know Pat and I have talked about before, um, with a similarly strange vocalist. But clap your hands, say yeah. Uh, oh, they wow. were like, it's, a, it's a reference I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, they were like an indie yeah. band like 15 years ago um, with similarly kind of strange vocals. And that was, that was when I first heard uh, Rickshaw Billy, I was like, oh, fuck, that's, that's a blast from the past. Yeah, I mean, the, you could easily hear these songs like blaring on the radio back in the 90s without a doubt. For you sure. Know, without, without a doubt. And I, I give this, I, I'm. I want to give it a 10. I just wish it was longer. So I'll say a nine, 9.5 because uh, based on pure originality alone, like nobody, nobody's doing this and how purely independent and purely just like they truly don't give a fuck kind of attitude that they have, but they're serious musicians. I mean, I remember seeing they hop up on stage with an eight string guitar and you're like, is this a gimmick? Their names already seems like a gimmick, right? But no, then they play the shit out of it and they're heavy and they swing and they move and their stage presence is insane. So album 9.5. Awesome. Th- this might be the, the highest rated one we've done so far. I'm... Yeah, it might be until Pat destroys Where's it right Paul now. You need it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I really struggled with this album. Like I, I didn't dislike it. I'll say that. Um, and it's, I'm like all over the place on this because like I, my, my first heard Rickshaw Billy, like I, I fell in love with them immediately. Like Cincinnati tilt was my shit. I couldn't get off of it. And uh, there, there are some like sections of this album that for me, I feel like could have just been plucked out. Like, uh, like I wasn't a huge fan of I'm the fucking man or the bog. And I, I feel like this could have been just like, the best EP of the year if they had just committed to making an EP instead of a 24 minute album. All of that said, like 
they're the only band that's doing what they're doing and they crush that. And they're very, very good at that sound and doing what they do. So I'm all over the place. Like if I was, if I had to review this for monster, if I don't know what I'd do because they're such their own thing <clears throat> right now, I'm at like a seven. Like there are points that I love and there are moments that I really don't like. So I'm like kind of a seven right now. That's yeah, you, Simon Cowell. <laughs> someone's got to do it yeah. I was I was thinking something something similar though like as a band I give the band a 10 because they're they're so original and stuff but as far as their albums go like I, maybe I'd give this one an 8 or something but yeah. you know it's, it this, is, it's, it's great though this might be blasphemy but they gave me uh, a vibe of uh, like if you took Les Claypool and you had him sing for Corn, and they played like super goofy Doom feel like that's exactly what it sounds like yeah <laughs> like the tone of corn i don't know like early corn with their guitar tones and everything and like the beats and the weird little groove shit you know what i mean i yeah. don't know i got maybe, that vibe maybe sped up early corn or, or oh yeah or oh yeah and that's that's what's crazy to me is we we have all spit out like so many different references and things we've heard and to me that's got to be a huge compliment because we are struggling to define them exactly yeah, definitely right so that's that's a huge compliment to them is because we all hear different things and if they all are from all over the spectrum yeah <laughs> but i'm seeing that vocal style a little bit more lately um it almost seems reminiscent of like les claypool like i know cadabra those guys the vocal styles a little bit like it it's almost like kind of like whiny but not whiny it's i don't know what the word is it's yeah. just you know what i mean i said i said rough magic has that kind of vocal style every once yeah. in a while kind of similar to that definitely yeah yeah that's on point with that but it's all, all right good. any anything else that we want to say about this one now if you ever get a chance to see him live do yourself a favor i would love to i hope they they travel a little bit further north at some point <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know they want to if them or any of your guys' bands want to come to Sonoma County or Northern California, come on, come on down. There I'll be go. there next week. I'll be there next week with my right band. Whole Canada. Yeah. Right on. Good. I'm kidding. I, I can't play an instrument. <laughs> yet. You can't yet. Touche. Got to apply yourself, man. You could always, right. you could always pull out a, uh, where is this? A trombone kazoo. That's what's Is that going to make it on the next Ox record or what? <laughs> you never know what's going to happen here. <laughs> right. learn bass. What's that? You can always learn bass. <laughs> I know Ryan and I have been talking about doing uh, Ripple Fest next year. Um, you think you could get them over there? Me? Oh, who? Oh, oh I know. Uh, me and uh, Foster. Uh, yeah. The man upstairs. Man. I would love to get anybody to Ripple Fest. I'm booking it right now, as a matter of fact. So there you go. Trying to get the headliners, and we'll work from there. Did Did Rickshaw Billies play it last year? Yeah, they played it last year. I, 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 I did like I did like a local showcase, like on a Thursday. Okay. And people, of course, were blown away. But I knew there was like a a lot of like record exec people there, and I was like, "You guys go." And I wouldn't told all of them. Enough. I mean. Like I said, they probably did, they didn't leave that festival without several offers on the table, but I just don't think that's what they're going for right now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, highly recommend this album. Apparently, everyone else does too. So um, let's go around and, and do some plugs, and everyone can 
tell everyone what you're up to. Pat, you want to lead us off? Yeah, uh, there was a slight hiatus over at Monster Rift the past couple of weeks, but we're back in business. New stuff's coming out. Uh, new podcast coming out, so check it out. Blake? Uh, just wrapping up the second album. It is uh, one guitar solo away from being done, so and it's awesome. awesome. Uh, Wait, man, Luke? Change of diapers. Baby's here. <laughs> nice. That's more. That's more important than anything we have to say. Probably. <laughs> yep. I don't yeah. know. I haven't slept in a while, but my wife hasn't slept in even longer. So yeah, I'll <laughs> shut up and just go to work. You guys are troopers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ryan, I know you're about to head off to a yeah. show tonight, but I, I gotta leave. I got a show tonight, uh, and then we're we're a couple warm up shows for our Fatso Jetson and All Souls tour that we start. This is a quick Southern California run next week. Uh, and we've got some festivals like we we're playing in Sweden in December. We starting to book our Europe tour next year around desert fest, London. And we hit the studio probably in the next month or two, finally for the next full length. So awesome. Very cool. it'll be a good year. Cool. Eddie. Uh, Lords of the Opium Church got a show coming up on November 5th at Black Bar in Edmonton. And there's albums on the way. <laughs> nice. Schaefer, I know you, you've been busy too. Uh, yeah, working on a lot of stuff. Uh, but the main thing I could say is Halloween. Dear Lord has our first two songs coming out uh, in two years. And uh, we just agreed uh, to put the first, I guess it's a full length. We're doing like a two part album, um, six songs each. Uh, and we're going to have part one come out um, on Black Friday. So, right. so, yeah. New Dear Lord stuff coming. Cool. Randy. We have one more live performance before the end of the year here in Barrie. Little DIY funsies uh, with uh, two really great bands. Uh, if you guys haven't checked them out, Tumble and the Electric Cactus. They've got some really, really great throwback 70s vibes and stuff. They're super sweet and some of my faves in the Toronto scene right now. Um then it's all new material, recording, second album, split album, and then mini tour, uh, January, kind of in Ontario with Sons of Arrakis. And then in March, we go to Quebec with them. Cool. cool. Just put out a, a great album. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's yeah. our that's our early stuff <laughs> that I know of right now. Right on. All right, guys. Uh, if you want to, if we're going to head over to the after hours for a little bit, or if anyone's got to go, but... Uh, Thanks for doing the Rickshaw Billies episode, and uh, we'll see you later. Later. Take care, guys. See you guys.